you're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Friday, so this is our hashtag one hero episode. In these episodes, we highlight and celebrate a blog post and contributor from our community and discuss topics surrounding sales, marketing, and customer success. Here we go. Welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is Caitlin Lutz, and I am so excited because we have a really incredible guest on the show today. Her name is Heidi Vandermeer. Hi, Heidi. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. So, Heidi, I'm so excited to have you on the show because you won the award for Best ABM Campaign at Scale for our ABMEs which is really, really exciting. And I'm so glad that we have finally been able to sit down and go through your background and just hearing more about how to actually execute an ABM campaign at scale, because that seems to be the huge struggle for every account-based marketer. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely something that we had to build up to, and we went through a lot of experimentation on the way. So I'm happy to talk about it and what we did. Awesome. So essentially. The a quick results and background for this campaign. So Heidi, you developed an incredible account-based marketing campaign that was really, really personalized and included direct mail, email, advertising, also created really great alignment between sales and marketing and generated over 200,000 ad impressions, reached 500 target accounts. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but as a result of this, Uberflip set 60 meetings and opened over 40 new opportunities. Yes, that's correct. We we had really great results from this campaign. That's just incredible. And so actually, right before this, I was looking at your LinkedIn, and I saw that you went to University of Waterloo, and you got a degree in biomedical science. So before we jump into the campaign, just tell me a bit about yourself. How did you end up as an account-based marketing manager at Uberflip when... <laughs> you were going into biomedical science. <laughs> yeah, so I can see why that looks like a pretty big change. And it was. When I was in university, I originally went in hoping to go into optometry. And so I was studying science for that. And it was it was a good program. But while I was going through the degree, I did a bunch of different things. I volunteered at clinics. And as well, at one point, I was running a small business. And through those different experiences, I just realized that I was much more interested in the business side of things. And so coming out of university, I actually landed a role at a B2B company and I was working on the sales side. And so that was a big change, but it was definitely sparked by the experience I had running a small business while I was in university. And I did sales for a few years and I did really like it. I love the B2B market as well. And after a while, I was hired at Uberflip and I was in a role where I was focusing on expanding our business with an enterprise account. Mm. So I had a list of strategic accounts that I was focusing on and just working to to get into different business units and figure out how to expand our, our own business within them. And while I was working through that, I got to working a little bit more closely with marketing. I, I loved the role that I was in because it was strategic, but I felt like we could do things a lot more efficiently if we had someone on the marketing side who is helping us out a little bit more with some of the the strategy, the collateral and running campaigns on these accounts. 
And I'd sort of done some of that on my own, but as I worked closer with marketing, it was something that I found really exciting. And that transitioned into an account-based marketing role. And so Uberflip had tried to do account-based marketing a few times. We changed up our internal, our internal reporting structure. Uh, but they ended up hiring me to, to lead the charge on a few ABM initiatives after I had the experience there. So it, there's a few different turns in my career that led me from science into sales and then into marketing. But it's been a great ride and I really do love where I'm at right now. That is just such an interesting and fun story. And it was interesting. I thought how you said that you felt like marketing could do things a bit more efficiently. And that's the whole point of account-based marketing, right? To do things more efficiently and effectively because you essentially want the most value out of your time, right? Yeah, exactly. And it was really fun. Like with marketing, I found it to be, I'm able to do a lot of things at a strategic level but also be creative. And I like that that mix of those two things. And uh, it just felt like a really good fit. Yeah. So tell me a bit about what the actual campaign looks like, because I know that it was really creative and fun. So best ABM campaign at scale, what did it look like? Sure. So it was a multi-channel approach. We had awareness programs that were focused on brand awareness, as well as expansion of contacts within our target accounts. We also had a direct mail and an offer that we were using to help book demos with the sales team. And we created customized web experiences that went along with that Mm -hmm. and then tailored sales outreach that was really relevant to uh, the offers and the the web experiences that we were providing. And so it was this coordinated outreach from a very marketing perspective as well as, as sales. There's a mix all across the different stages of awareness. So how many accounts did you go after with this campaign and how did you split it up? Did you split it up by role or persona? And, you know, how did you even figure, okay, we need to send this multi-channel campaign to these people? The way that we split up our accounts, we have three different tiers traditionally. We have our tier one accounts that are highly strategic We have our tier two accounts where we take a bit more of a one to few approach with account-based marketing and then our one to many or tier three accounts where it's a bit more of a programmatic approach and uh, and it's not as segmented or personalized. For this specific campaign, we focused a lot on that tier two. We did throw in a few tier one accounts, but that was our first basis for selection is that we're focusing on this specific tier. And we have different personas that we've identified throughout our marketing programs early on. And we decided to focus on three personas. Um, And one of them, we actually just made the persona a specific role. And so the the two general personas that we were focusing on was people that were involved with content and B2B content marketing in one way or the other. The second was if someone's in demand generation or lead generation, focusing on marketing automation, that was a second persona that we targeted. And the third was a role. So that was the chief marketing officer of a company. And so we had these three different streams of outreach that we that we did for each of those. And then at a higher level, because with advertising, it's a little bit harder to divide it into the exact roles, at least as granularly as we defined it. We still had overarching messaging that we were showing at the same time just to help drive that engagement as well. So it was the main part of it was very persona and role focused. And then the second part was 
for the awareness part, we had a bit more generalized messaging. Gotcha. So how did you change the content for each of the three personas? So we did it in a couple of different ways. For the direct mail, we had three different versions of the card, and we tailored each one to what the person's focused on and what a benefit is to their role related to our product. And so that was in the direct mail component. In the sales outreach as well, we altered the copy on their email templates to really focus in on those specific roles and their needs also. And they could also add in separate details, a bit more custom to that account. For example, they're using a specific technology that we integrate with, or if we we know someone in their space that is using our product that could be used as a reference or a good customer story, then our sales reps could add that in to personalize it further. And then as well, like another side that we split up the roles on was for the customized web experiences. And so we created three main pages with content in it that related to those roles. And so we had some generic messaging just about the role in general, as well as more educational information that's really pertinent to their roles, what they're looking to do, their needs, and what we can hopefully help them accomplish. Gotcha. Gotcha. So how did you align with sales and all this? Because obviously this is a a big campaign that takes up a lot of time and has a lot of different steps. So was a big part of it helping them with personalization, but also going a little bit deeper did you use the the same metrics? How did how did you align with sales? Yeah, so aligning with sales was really big for this campaign. And we actually did it in a couple of different steps. So we started out with a pilot with a smaller group of our business development reps that are focused more on prospecting. And we had, I would say, just about a third of the team involved at that point. And, uh, and that was really helpful because we got a lot of feedback right out of the gate before we expanded to the rest of our account. And they actually, we, we worked really collaboratively and we wanted to make sure that we're helping them hit their goals. I think it does help. It did help at the time that I had a bit of a sales background. So I knew what they were focused on and I knew that having the same goals was important. And I made sure to talk in their language about meetings and demos and opportunities. And so that was, that was another big part of it. So I'd say the two biggest things were working really collaboratively and then being able to speak their language and focus on what's important to them. Gotcha. So... How did you execute this whole multi-channel approach? Was it you? Was it the whole marketing team? How much time did it take? Because it is really complicated and it obviously had a great effect on Uberflip and the opportunities you were able to create. But how on earth did you execute the whole thing? Yeah, so it definitely wasn't just me. I'm lucky that I have a great team that I work with here at Uberflip. And so the rest of our demand generation team was also assisting in setting up some of the landing pages and making sure that our forms were working properly Um, in terms of copy editing, copy editing for the cards and some of the BDR messaging. We made sure I, I definitely worked with other people on that. Even our CMO had some creative input and ideas that sparked a few of the different things we did on the creative side. And of course, we have our amazing graphic designer that just makes everything we do look so professional. And so on the marketing side, those are the people that I worked with. And then on the sales side, we worked a lot with the sales leadership team to make sure that they were bought in and that they were helping filter it down to the reps. And of course, the sales team and the sales individuals themselves were were fantastic. And so we worked really closely with all of them. But there was a lot of people involved 
not just me, required a lot of coordination, making sure we were booking meetings to get the right feedback and that we could change things as we were going to make them more effective. Gotcha. So, I mean, the biggest part about this that I think marketers struggle with, especially account-based marketers, is doing this at scale. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's hard to get buy-in from your team. Obviously, Uberflip has has buy-in on account-based marketing, but it's it's hard to get buy-in or you just don't have the time or the budget or... So what were the biggest things in the biggest resources that you needed or the thing that most helped you to execute this campaign at scale? Yeah, that's a great question. So as you know, and you've mentioned running ABM programs, it gets resource intensive very quickly. Mm -hmm. And some of the biggest things that helped us throughout this process as we scaled this to 500 different accounts and three different personas was the technology that we were using. And so that saved us a lot of time throughout the whole process. For the awareness part of it, we used Terminus for a lot of our account-based marketing ads. Mm -hmm. We did direct mail and we were using Sendoso as well for that to help us scale that. Otherwise, it takes hours just trying to ship things out and pack them within our own office, which uh, is time that I wouldn't have had to, to focus on the rest of this campaign. And then as well, for the digital side of it, we did use our own product for building out some of the customized web experiences. And for sales outreach, we also have an automation tool there. And so that's it kind of like made us superhuman in that aspect where we could do a lot more <laughs> using these different technologies from Terminus and Doso, Uberflip and SalesLoft to, to run this across all of these accounts and do it within a time frame, um, the time frame that we did. And what was that time frame? How long did it take you to from the the beginning to opening those new opportunities? Mm-hmm. What was that timeline? Yeah, so the the main part of our campaign we ran over the course of about two to three months. We did start a pilot a few months earlier. And so we'd done a lot of testing with both ads and direct mail with the BDRs. And then we combined the best of both into this one campaign overall. And so yeah, the main part of the campaign, once we had everything up and running and we tested it, was that two to three month time frame. But if I was to include the pilot, the creative process, it probably was a total of around five months. Gotcha. So how would you recommend starting to creatively an approach in ABM campaign at scale? So say you are a marketer and you have buy-in on an ABM campaign. Well, what do you do to start? So to start, I do like the idea of of having a pilot and making sure that you know how things work internally, you know who to work with. And starting small means that if there are some mistakes early on, you can fix them before you scale to 500 accounts. And and so that that was helpful. We had a small group of test BDRs who were a little bit more senior that had had some success in the role already and were able to give good feedback and test this out. And, uh, And so starting with them working on getting the messaging right was really useful. But in terms of the success of the campaign overall, really making sure you know your different segments well and that you know which segments are the most profitable, that will be the most engaged and that you're actually targeting the right accounts is big. And so knowing your business, knowing your internal sales process, and then finding that that creative hook that can get them to engage is uh, are the three things that I think made this campaign successful and that we've tried to apply to other campaigns to make them successful as well. That's great. 
Heidi, thank you so much for sharing your background and the uh, year's best ABM campaign at scale. Um, Riverflip and yourself and your team, you guys are doing great work over there. So thank you so much for coming on the Flip My Funnel podcast. You're a rock star. <laughs> oh, thank you. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.